the way you use your body points to what you think the purpose of your body is. You're listening to Confidently She. Let's gently cleanse that internalized misogyny and equip you to handle what life brings your way. I'm Rebecca Biggie, and I'm here to help. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to another episode of Confidently She. This episode, we're talking about what do you do when loving your body feels impossible? This is this is a question that I hear in a lot of different ways. You know, people phrase it differently, but essentially it's, Rebecca, this feels impossible because how can I love a body that isn't what I want it to be, that doesn't look the way I want it to, that doesn't react the way I want it to when I change my diet, when I start exercising, like I'm not getting what I want from my body. My body isn't listening to me. So how do I love my body? Like, like this, this feels impossible. And just explaining kind of the thought process there shows why right now it feels impossible. Because you're setting up the expectation that your body should listen to you and that you're in control of your body and that disobedience equals taking away love and respect. And that's just not true. So the analogy I use with clients in this scenario, just to lay a baseline is, okay, so parents should stop loving their children if they disobey. Parents should stop loving their children if they don't do what they ask. Or do parents need to adopt different types of discipline so that their children see that what they're doing is actually for their benefit? So it's not a perfect analogy, right? Because children are autonomous human beings and your body is is where you live. So it, it's a little different. Like you're in control of of how you move your body, of what you feed your body. But as far as how your body responds to that, you're not in control of that. So same thing with kids. Like you can be a great parent. You can have consistent rules and boundaries and discipline. And at the end of the day, that kid is going to do what they are going to do. If you are prioritizing your agenda over the relationship, the relationship is going to fail because there are certain things you're just not in control of. So when loving your body feels impossible, the place to start is what are your expectations? What do you expect of your body? Because it sounds like you expect your body to just get it together in a couple weeks if you decide, okay, I'm going to change up my exercise routine. I'm going to I want to get six-pack abs or, you know, I want my legs to be thinner or I want my I want my ass to be bigger. I want to make some gains and, you know, look like some of these people on Instagram, which by the way, they probably don't even look like that. But whatever your goal is for your body, it sounds like you want it to change. You want it to change 
the way you want it to, and it has to be on your timeline. And that's quite selfish. That's quite self-centered. And that's not what love is. Love is not self-centered. Love is not demanding. Love is not rigid. So, of course, loving your body feels impossible because you're approaching it the wrong way. You're measuring it the wrong way. Your expectations are too high. And your definition of love sounds like it's kind of messed up. If you, if you take a look at it from an outside perspective, like you would never love a friend that way. A parent wouldn't love a child that way. You wouldn't want to be loved that way. But we all have trauma around love because maybe you were raised by parents who treated you that way. If you didn't obey, you were cut off. They gave you the silent treatment or they shamed you or they tried to guilt trip you into doing what they wanted you to do. That may be your point of reference when it comes to love. So actually, when loving your body feels impossible, the thing you need to fix isn't your body. It's your relationship with love and figuring out what that actually looks like in practice because you probably have some trauma. You probably have some toxic love in your past or in your present, that's influencing your expectations of what loving your body would look like. And that's what actually needs to be resolved. That's the root cause of you feeling like you would never be able to love your body. It also points to love is only acceptable once the situation is perfect. Love only happens when it's exactly the way you want it. Like I could only love my body when it looks the way I want it to. That's also objectifying your body. Your body does a lot more for you than just look a certain way. Your body shows up for you every single day. Your body is the only reason you're able to do anything. So you're measuring the things you love about your body in an objectifying way, which sidebar makes sense in our culture because that's how culture has taught women to think about themselves. But if you pull back from that and ask yourself, what am I actually doing? Why am I actually measuring myself based on the way I look rather than what my body does? You start to realize that there are a lot of things to love and appreciate and respect about your body. But the word love is, is almost the worst word to use When it comes to developing a a healthier relationship with your body, because it's so loaded in our culture, it's used in all the wrong ways, it's used in a lot of toxic situations. And if you want to feel really good about your body, the way you're going about it, if you're using love as your North Star, it's going to start getting really messy really quick. So you need to figure out what that love actually looks like. And I work with women one-on-one to develop this within their relationship with their body. So if that's something you want help with, reach out to me through the website, either RebeccaBiggie.com under contact or ConfidentlySheePodcast.com under mentorship. And we can figure out a way to work together to build your definition of love and to have a really healthy relationship with your body. But apart from that, When loving your body feels impossible, you need to ask yourself, where is the pressure coming from? Who is the pressure coming from? Is it coming from you or is it coming from someone else? And then if it's coming from you, 
Where did that idea start? Because it did not start with you. No one is born hating their body. No one. You are taught insecurities and you can be taught confidence. So you need to ask yourself, where did this come from? And then start working through that. And once you approach it this way, it becomes this root cause analysis. It's very logical. You can sort it all out and then you create ways to practice. It's just like learning anything else. I started learning the violin and at first I was super intimidated. I was like, I'll never be able to do this. But what you do is you start with the basics. You break it down. You start by just knowing what each string is called. You start by learning how to hold the bow in your hand. And yeah, I felt really stupid doing that, but I had to realize I'm a beginner at this. I am a beginner. And if loving your body feels impossible right now, you are a beginner when it comes to the relationship with your body. And that's okay. It's better to know you're a beginner and take the beginner's path than think you're an expert and dive into something that makes you so overwhelmed and makes you feel so incompetent that you're like, this is impossible. I'm never going to be able to do this. Right? So because you're at the beginning stage, I created a Body Image Basics mini course specifically for this. It takes you about a week to complete. Go to confidentlyshepodcast.com, get signed up for that. And that will walk you through the basics of getting started to build a healthy relationship with your body. When you approach it the right way, it takes no time at all to start really feeling better. So when loving your body feels impossible, it's because your expectations are too high and your expectations are coming from weird places. It's because you're measuring the worth of your body wrong. You're objectifying yourself. And your definition of love is all jacked up because of what you've experienced in your past, because of what you see in culture, and because of your own selfish expectations of what your body is supposed to do for you. Get signed up for the Body Image Basics because this is really going to help. But one last question to ask is, how are you using your body? Because the way you use your body points to what you think the purpose of your body is. So if the only way you use your body is to get attention from other people, of course you are objectifying yourself. Of course you're measuring yourself based on the way you look because that's how you're using your body. If you want a fast track to feeling more confident in your body in one afternoon, yes, I said it one afternoon. Register for the Showing Skin Workshop. This is an online virtual workshop that you can complete in one afternoon that teaches you to feel more confident in your body, whatever amount of skin you decide to show. Go to showingskinworkshop.com right now to register. That's showingskinworkshop.com. Dot com, and I'll see you there. If you're only using your body for attention, looking pretty, looking sexy, posting vain pictures on Instagram, being a thirst trap for all these weird guys who are liking your pictures, stop doing that. Like, like, 
the best way to start redirecting the way you measure the worth of your body is to use it in a different way. That's what happened to me when I started training for my marathon. I started using my body as a a running machine, literally like this body is your vehicle to be able to run this marathon. So treat it as such. And my perspective of my body completely changed. Completely changed. And you have to be really honest with yourself and call yourself out and be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I am only using my body really to get attention from men or even from women, just like attention in general. I want people to be like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And then I can be like, no, no, I'm not. And then so they can be like, yeah, yeah, you are. Like, I see what you're doing. I've done that. We've all done that. Stop doing that. Stop using your body to get attention. If that's the only way you're using your body, of course, it feels impossible to love your body because there's always going to be someone who's getting more attention or a different kind of attention. But confidence is not about getting the most attention. Confidence is about having the most inner peace. Confidence is about being undisturbed by whether you get attention or not. Accepting the attention you get and not caring about the attention that other people get because you feel whole on your own. So that's what you do when loving your body feels impossible. It's not impossible. It is very, very possible. Go sign up for the Body Image Basics mini course and just see how possible it is to change your relationship with your body in one week. One week. That's what I have for you for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.